You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 84, Feng Shui Shelter at Home. Welcome to the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious living spaces. Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their lives. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. If you've been listening to us for a while or you're a newbie, welcome. And we hope you enjoy this earlier episode. Hey, Laura, how are hey. you? I'm good. How are you? We're good. We're hanging in here, right? Yep. Yeah. This is kind of how I'm always, I'm always socially distanced from you. (laughs) This is not actually that much different from our everyday life, but of course this time has been a dramatic change for most people. Yeah. And I think it still is. I mean, we can joke about the fact that our work life probably hasn't changed much just because we do everything online and you and I meet on Zoom pretty much a hundred times a day. But, you know, obviously the day-to-day life beyond that has shifted for many of us. I'm actually doing pretty well because I'm an introvert and I really love just being at home. And so it's not, it hasn't been that hard for me, but how's it been for you? I'm borderline. So when I did the Myers-Briggs, I am right in smack in the middle of being an introvert and an extrovert. So I can adapt to this pretty well. I miss, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't miss close, close human interaction. I do just miss the, the, it's sad. It's a little bit sad when you go out and when you live in, you know, the shops and the restaurants and you walk in that whole, all that energy has really shifted. And I find that really hard to deal with. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really gone very far from home because I'm in New York city. So we've been on pause for, this is uh, the fourth week now. So I haven't really gone beyond like a two block radius and my area is pretty residential. So I really haven't seen the stores closed up, but I'm very lucky because I live right by the park and the river and I can take, still take my dogs out there. So I'm, I'm, I think it's, it's been really supportive for me, but I know it's really challenging for, especially some of our listeners out there. So we wanted to do this special episode on some feng shui aspects of sheltering at home. So Laura and I were going to, we wanted to share what we've been doing feng shui wise in our homes and just energetically in our homes since we've been quarantined and also offer other project ideas for all of you from a feng shui perspective and also talk a little bit about the health area, how to activate the health area in the Tai Chi. And then we've been doing a lot of information sessions right now for the certification program. And because of this unique time that we're in globally, we've been also offering virtual space clearing. So we can do that at the end. And then Laura, of course, wants to make it fun. So she's like, well, why don't we add something fun? So what was the fun thing you wanted to add? We're going to share one thing about ourselves that well, people listening definitely don't know, I'm sure, and that you might not even, or we might not even know about each other. Oh, I don't know. That's a twist. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So why don't you, why don't you start Laura? What what are you doing? What have I been doing? 
So I actually put this together when I was thinking about uh, about what because people have been coming to me and, and asking, and you know, Angie, we focus on the home. I mean, that's really what we do, and people are spending an awful lot of time there now. So people have been asking me, and I really thought about what you know. Yeah, feng shui is really complex, and it's got a lot of layers to it. But when it's times like this, the beauty of this practice really comes into play about how simple it can be but how graceful and how effective it can be. So I thought about what are the things that I have been doing. A lot of this stuff I would say is less structure, more intuitive. So I am a, you know, what we do when we practice is, you know, using the tools and the methods can be quite structured sometimes. But the way I looked at it this time and thought about it was really, I feel that all of these years of practicing and, you know, working with others, this is where, you know, the intuitive nature just kind of comes out. And I'm sure a lot of our listeners will have experienced similar things. So the first would be, I've been keeping my kitchen clean. I would say, you know, keeping it clean and orderly. Now I am not doing my entire house. I want to make that crystal clear. The kitchen though, for some reason has, well, I, I mean, from a feng shui standpoint, we, you could probably, you obviously I mean, we know why, but that has been what I've been constantly cleaning and organizing. And I think it's partly a comfort thing because I've been cooking more and partly a feng shui hardwired thing where, you know, knowing that, you know, I've been cleaning my stove and degreasing it like every other day. <laughs> and that's one thing that I've been, in terms of cleaning my house, because I think people feel a pressure to organize and now that they've got this time, and I wouldn't say that's what I would stress you to do. But for me, the kitchen has been one area that I've really focused on. Mm. And you want to tell, remind the listeners what the stove represents? Yes. So the stove itself represents wealth and your resources and what you bring into your house. And also, you obviously you're feeding your family, yourself, you're cooking there. So it is really about supporting and nourishing the entire household, which I think we can all say right now has been a focus, staying healthy, you know, making sure that we're cooking meals that bring comfort also, and just the act of bringing the family together. It just seemed natural for me to just continually clean the stove. So I would say anyone out there, if you're looking for a quick project to do is to you know, make yourself a non-toxic cleaner, vinegar, water, it doesn't have to be fancy, and maybe a little drop of orange essential or citrus essential oil in it, and give your stove a really good degreasing and cleaning with intention to open it up to receive. So that's, you know, and I, you know, I, I've been doing it sort of, you know, unconsciously just cleaning and cleaning, but there's a reason why I'm hardwired to do that, you know. So I have been doing a little bit of decluttering in specific areas, and I actually did some Instagram lives about this. So if you guys want to check it out, it's on Angie Cho's Instagram and also on the Mindful Design School Instagram. So I put them on the Instagram IGTV for both of those accounts. So I cleaned out and organized my dresser. And I talk about in the Instagram live, I organized it by the principle of Lan Yin and Lu. So I talk about that, which is a, a Tibetan way of organizing. It's kind of like the Tibetan version of heaven, earth, and humanity. And I also organized my spices, which I did not do a talk about, but I think it's just kind of starting looking at different details as like, just like you were talking about with the kitchen, we're spending a lot more time cooking. My husband's doing a lot of cooking. I'm doing less. 
and just trying to go in and do some deep cleaning that you don't normally have the time to do. Also, I cleaned out my beauty cabinet and I did an Instagram live about that. So these three areas, like your dresser represents the clothes that you wear, that you put on your body. So it represents what you what you show to the world. So kind of related to the fame and reputation area of the Bagua. And the spices connect to how you nourish yourself in the world, right? So that relates to your wealth. And the beauty is, is part of how you show up visual, how you show up to the world, but also it goes in deeper, like all of the spices and, and the beauty products can nourish your body. So if you have expired things or things that are no longer serving you, or if the those areas are in disorder, it, it affects you because feng shui is really about looking at all the details of your life and seeing how your environment affects you. Yeah. That's good that you're doing that decluttering. I think I'm going to do that this weekend. I'm going to do my cabinets after you inspired me. It's been something that honestly, I, I have not done in a while. And also, you know, people right now are having a tendency to hoard things and it's so fun. If you go through, you realize, oh my gosh, I already have three bottles of shampoo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, <know>. I, <laughs> I have the tendency to get things in bulk. And so it's so interesting because I think I've spent years working on that. And then now this happens where suddenly like we, my husband's bought like dozens of cans of beans and I'm like, oh my gosh, even just looking at the pantry stresses me out because we were kind of in this mode in the past few years where we just buy what you need. You just yeah. buy what you need yeah. that day and make it and keep it fresh. Cause you know, in New York, we just walk to the store and pick up what we need for that day. So it's interesting. It's this balance between a lot of us wanting to working so hard to simplify and minim, be minimal in our lives. And then we've mm -hmm. come up with this conundrum where we feel like we want to hoard more and hold more for safety. So it's, I think it might be very interesting for people at this time dealing with the reality of that. Yeah. Um, that's definitely something I realized by going through and getting organized. I realized that I actually already had so much and that I didn't actually need to go out and buy, you know, backup stuff over and over and over again. So it's been a learning experience for me. And um, can I share another one that I've been yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the other thing that I've been doing, and I know we've been talking a lot in our podcast, just even before this happened, we were planning, I mean, we've been recording these before, is we've been doing a lot on plants. You know, I just did a blog on crystals on our Mindful Design blog, and um, I did an Instagram Live on that. And I, I think that is just sort of being this feeling that I want to bring more of these elements into my home or, and to display them more. I am lucky. I am fortunate. I live in a fairly rural area. You know, I've got a lot of places I can go walking out into nature, which is fantastic. I'm so grateful for that. But still, I feel that you know, we can't open the windows yet where we are. It's too cold. I feel like, you know, not that I feel like we're cooped up, but it just, I needed to raise the vibration in the house and I needed to bring in more natural elements. So I've been spending a lot more time caring for my plants, watering them, pruning them, cleaning the leaves. Like when did I do that? And then bringing out crystals that I have had wrapped up or placed in my altar. Like I have a cabinet there and I, I wrap, when I'm not displaying them, I keep them wrapped up and I've been pulling them out and displaying them. One, the one in particular that I'm loving right now is selenite because it's really all about creating peace. So I've been putting that in a very obvious place that we can see, that my family can see and sort of kind of we buzz around. So that's 
been something that I've been doing. I would say less in less directly and instru- like really planning it and more again just intuitively just pulling this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing some similar things. Well, I have plans to do them. I have some plans to repot some plants and also I've been cleaning the leaves of my plants. I've have plans to let go of some things like some books and some clothing. So for my feng shui twist on it is to work with the number nine because nine is the most auspicious number in feng shui and the number of completion. So my plan this week is to select nine books to give away and nine pieces of clothing that I no longer love because I tend to again, get too many things like how many black shirts do I need, right? Mm. And and then I end up wearing the, sh- the black shirts that I don't even like that much because I'm saving the ones that I like for I don't know what. So I'm also doing a giveaway on Instagram. It sh- it'll be over by the time that, oh, actually it won't be over. It'll still be going. But I want to give away some extra things I have. Like I'm doing a give- we're doing a giveaway on Mindful Design and Angie Cho on the, on Instagram, I'm giving away a copy of my book with some um, soda light crystals that I have extra ones, and some Palo Santo that I had extra. So I really want to. I'm personally working on a couple things right now: is simplifying and generosity. So how to give more and how to simplify. So I really want to look, we have this time now. I mean, I don't have an awful lot of time. I'm still really busy, but we have more time to start to simplify and work with simplifying even just the things that we have at our home and letting go of things and then being generous and offering that to other people like the Instagram lives that I'm, I'm trying to do an Instagram live every day at 5 p.m. Eastern time. And Laura had an idea to start a collaboration community with our students and graduates. So we've been offering that and just being grateful and simple. Really, my thing is about simplifying and and being generous right now. Yeah, I would say practicing gratitude is a big thing for me. I mean, I'm always grateful for what I have, but really being grateful right now that I have the shelter that I have and that um, you know I'm able to feel comfortable and um, and supported in it. So that's I'm I'm doing a lot of gratitude practice, and I think it's really helpful. You know, this time is perspective that remembering that we're all in this together, that everyone is in this together, and there's you know, there's no more FOMO for not going out because everyone's at home and everyone is in this and we just have to, you know, as you say, pick something that really resonates with you. It could be gratitude, if it's simplifying, if it's being generous. I'm doing my own, my own form of that is I do like to cook. So I'm, later today, I am making four batches of pasta sauce of my, my grandmother's pasta sauce, and I'm going to bring it to my friends. So that's something that I'm going to do. So I've been giving people a lot of food. I think that's the earth in me, definitely. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Oh, I've been trying to be really, uh, I've been trying to exercise and move and use my lungs, use my lungs, like really focus on breathing and inhaling, doing the inhale, exhale, you know, taking one big full inhale through the nose and then exhaling nine puffs out through the mouth and doing that 27 times and really expanding the lungs. So I've been doing that a lot. 
as well as my regular exercising. So yeah, that's, that's sort of my, my list of things that I've been doing that are ingrained in me feng shui wise. Yeah. You know, I just listened to this talk by Fleet Mall and he was talking about creating some stability in this time. And he mentioned that a breathing exercise, like straw breathing, where you inhale through your nose and exhale through a per- your pursed lips, like, like, you, like if you had a straw in your mouth. And how just these sort of breathing exercises really calms your fight or flight or your calms your stress response, like your fight or flight response. And I thought that was very interesting because that's what we also do in feng shui in terms of the commanding position. So if you haven't made sure that your bed, desk, and stove are in commanding position, you really want to do that. We have lots of articles on that and we have a podcast on that. But basically you want to, when you're in bed, sitting at your desk or standing at your stove, you want to be able to see the door without being directly in line with the door. And if you can't do that, then you want to place a mirror so that when you are in those positions, you can see the reflection of the door in the, in the mirror. And what that does is it begins to calm that fight or flight stress response that we have because now that is really heightened as we are all living with instability right now. Yeah. And then we can also talk a little bit about the Tai Chi. So the Tai Chi area of the Bagua map is actually the center of the Bagua map. And the Bagua is the feng shui energy map. And it's typically colored yellow and it's in the center of that three by three grid. And it's called Tai Chi or health and it's related to your overall well-being. And we can offer some ways to activate it. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, well, I think... Uh, I've been giving this to a couple of people, actually. The center of the home, the center of all the bedrooms, rooms, centers in general are connected with feeling grounded, feeling secure, feeling powerful in your own ability to move forward. So if you're feeling lost and unsure, focusing on the center of your home, specifically the bedroom to keep it simple, let's say, is really a great place to start. And what I, one thing, I mean, you can clean it, obviously. You can give it a cleaning. You can be really mindful and intentional about what's going on there. The other thing you can do is you can hang a feng shui crystal. So the feng shui crystal, which you can find on holisticspaces.com, is a prism and it's a cut lead crystal ball that has a little hole in it that you can fish through a red string and you hang that from the ceiling from either the center of your whole entire space, your whole house, or the center of your bedroom. And doing that, when you do that, setting the intention to bring in more well-being and ease into your life, I think is really great, a great simple thing to do. Yeah, that's a great suggestion. Okay. So... Maybe we could do, I'll do the space clearing now. Yeah. So those of you who are maybe driving, you can pause this and, and listen to this when you're at home, or you can listen to it now and listen to it again later when you're in your home. But it's great if you're not driving, obviously, when you're, when we're doing a meditation and then we'll, after we're done with that, we'll do our little fun sharing about one thing we don't know about each other or that you listeners may not know. All right. So I'm going to do the space clearing visualization and then we'll share a little bit, have the fun sharing, and then we'll wrap it up. So if you can take a comfortable seat and 
have your feet firmly planted on the earth. Let's connect to the earth. And together, let's take a deep inhale through the nose and a long exhale through the mouth. And as you lower your gaze or close your eyes, you visualize yourself standing at the front door of your home. And you're standing at the front door of your home. Just touch in with how you're feeling. You could touch into all of your senses. What do you see? What do you smell? What can you feel? Can you hear anything? How does it feel at this location, the entry, the for formal front door of your home? And in your hand, you have an incense stick and you light that incense stick with a match. And the flame lights the incense stick and then the incense starts to burn and there's a small ribbon of smoke spiraling up through the air. And with that incense stick, we'll begin to circumambulate your home. That just means that we'll walk around the perimeter, we'll go in a clockwise circle. So you just follow the wall to your left. And we'll spend about five minutes going through the whole home. So just start walking, follow the wall to your left. And as you're walking, you can visualize the incense stick and the smoke spiraling up and filling every corner of that area of your home. And that incense smoke is starting to transmute any kind of negative energy, any stuck energy, any sick energy, and it's transmuting it into wisdom with the, the, the fragrance and the smoke from the incense stick. And you're about a quarter of the way around your home and you continue to circumambulate. And as you circumambulate your space, you're making it more sacred. You're providing blessings. And so you continue to follow the wall on your left. And that smoke continues to spiral and it, the fragrant smoke of the incense stick begins to permeate all the dark corners of your home. As you're approaching the back of your home, you're about halfway through your home now. And as you're moving through the home, you just touch in and check in with what you see, what do you notice, how do you feel? And then you're looking at that instant incense stick, which is about halfway done now. And the smoke is still spiraling. And as it spirals up into the air, it, it starts to permeate the air around you with this fragrance. And then we continue towards turning around, following the wall on your left. And we're continuing to circumambulate the home and provide blessings. And all that smoke that's wafting from the incense stick fills every molecule in your home 
and it starts to transmute any stuck energy, any stagnant energy, any sick energy into positive white light. And then we're almost back to the front door and your incense stick is getting low and that trail of smoke from the fragrant incense stick is following you and spiraling in the air and filling your home with positive energy. It's taking any stagnant, stuck, sick chi and energy and transmuting it into wisdom and healing energy. And so you're back now at your front door and your incense stick is almost done, but not quite. And from the front door, you walk towards the center of your home. And now you're standing in the center of your home and you're holding the incense stick, which is almost done. And the spiral of smoke from the fragrant incense stick is, is spiraling up to the heavens, up to the ceiling, up to the heavens. And then you look up at your ceiling and from the heavens, a bright golden light shines down on you in the center of your home. You're in the Tai Chi, the health and well-being area of your home, which is connected to the color yellow. And you see this golden yellow light coming down from the heavens through the roof of your home, through the ceiling, down to the crown of your head. And then that light fills your entire body, every cell in your body, eradicating any kind of negative energy, any stuck energy, any unhealthy energy, and it's transmuting it into this bright golden light. And then from your heart center, that bright golden light, that bright golden light begins to expand out and radiate out and fills your entire home with bright golden sunlight. And it transmutes any kind of hidden, dark, concealed, dark, um, unhealthy, stuck, stagnant energy. And it starts to release that and transmute it into this golden light. And then that light from your heart center that's radiating out into your entire home is now radiating out, radiating out beyond your home and touching all sentient beings on this earth. And then the all sentient beings receive your golden light from your heart center. And from their heart center, they shine that golden light back to you. And you receive this golden light and you're surrounded by this golden light. And every molecule in your home is permeated with this golden healing light. And when you feel ready, you can raise your gaze and connect back with the community around you. And thank you for joining us for that space clearing. Mm, that was good. Okay. So to wrap up, I'm going to ask you, Angie, tell me one thing that obviously listeners wouldn't know, but maybe I don't even know about you. Okay. I used to be gothic in high school and college. I, I actually believe that. Uh, <laughs> I don't have trouble believing that. Yeah. Yeah. You were a goth. Yeah. yeah. And actually, if you Google Asian goth girl, my picture will probably come up first in Google oh Images. Gosh. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. 
Yes. I love everything about that. It's <laughs> <laughs> usually first. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's hilarious. Okay. Wow. That's good. Let me see. I'm going to Google it right now. Well, while you're talking. Go okay. Ahead. So, well, okay. On that same theme, I will tell you that although I don't have any Google evidence, I still, to this day, I work, so I work out a lot and I lift heavy weights. And I also, my playlist is made up of Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath and nineties industrial music. So I like heavy metal, 80s heavy metal and nineties industrial music. So yeah, that's something that I don't think anybody knows except for anyone that lives here that can hear my <laughs> playlist. Ah. So yeah, there you go. That's funny. So I see my, my picture has been downgraded to number six. That's pretty good. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm going to look it up after for sure. Okay. Well, I like industrial music. Are you, I mean, I was more into more melodic music, but I listened to a little bit of that. Yeah. See? Yeah. yeah. 90s. So for the listeners, we have a couple, we've, we've already pre-recorded a couple of the upcoming podcasts. So the next podcast, we'll talk about plants and feng shui in your home. And we'll talk about our favorite feng shui plants. And then we have a wonderful podcast where we interviewed Yolanda Williams from Reiki Radio. And so be sure to check this out in the next few weeks. Thank you so much for listening to this earlier episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. Now you can tune in every Monday for a new podcast episode. If you like our podcast and this episode, please share the podcast with others. Subscribe and even better, leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, please visit our website, online store, and blog for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can visit holisticspaces.com. Support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.